are on. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Saints Radio post-seminar edition. And we have been very much blessed to have enjoyed the gathering that has just concluded. And we certainly are so grateful to God for his, uh, his favor and all of the wonderful things that he did amongst the saints who were gathered here. Um, we're so grateful that um, we've heard reports that folks have made it back safely to their various abode locations and um, we, we give thanks to the Lord for that now there's still some folks traveling from here but we believe that same mercy is going to be not mercy that same favor will be extended to them that's an old phrase traveling mercies I never really understood that well you know it goes along with the old definition of mercy that it's just some kind of kindness and things going traveling really well kindness? I would think traveling I'd have mercies traveling grace well yeah it just lifted me up and just got me there yeah as opposed to try I never really understood that traveling kindnesses traveling favor traveling compassion we, we extend our traveling compassion to you yeah we're very compassionate for the endurance that you have to it's just one of those old euphemisms that's thrown out there like, say grace over a meal. Lord, take us from this place <laughs> Lift this and food propel up. us forward. <laughs> With every bite, may we be inspired to move upward, onward, beyond, into new horizons. Lift this food up and put it in my mouth. May this food not weigh and us down. to die. Yes, that's a good one. Give us the itis. We must move forward in grace. Oh, I don't want the itis. We don't want it either. <laughs> we don't want that. I have enough itis without the food. We don't want any whitus. We got to keep moving. So. Oh, hallelujah. Well, it's uh, a great honor and blessing to be joined by Monica across the holy table. Yes, and I have on my, my key that says saint on it you have your saint key my saint key wow yes yeah, so after kelly's acknowledgement of the the spirit of the key <laughs> yeah what did her key say she had a saint she key had key. on megan's key that says joy okay so she she must have found that probably in the bottom of her purse as she was on her way to church and thought maybe this will help me <laughs> <laughs> well, you know. So I'm wearing my saintly key today. I don't know if I was wearing a key, what mine would say. Um, I'll have to figure that out. We could have one that says apostle on there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I actually, throughout the seminar, I, I wore my courage key. Courage. Actually, I think one day I, wore I, have joy, I, I have a joy key. I wore that one. But, what have I got uh, that I haven't got? Courage. <laughs> <laughs> I'll fight you with one hand, five of them. Yeah. 
anyway. Of course, if I started wearing a key with apostle on it, there would be some who would start wearing, not my apostle. <laughs> oh, they would not. <laughs> not around here. They'd be booted out. Oh, yeah. Booted out. Boot, booted out. Booted, booted judged. No, we, we had such an incredible seminar. I'm just... I think that this should be an hour of Thanksgiving, and I know that those of you that are joining with us are those that were either here or joining with us in spirit for all that God did in our midst, and I, I do. I have such a thankful heart because He is just so faithful, and He meets us, and His visitation was just so powerful. and, and I just feel like if we, I just feel like by his grace, we hit the target. And that's, that's, that's an encouraging feeling because it really helps us to be launched forth into what he has for us in the future and not, and not necessarily in the future for right now, um, in, in good positioning, stable and established and really poised and ready for breakthrough and for expansion and for all that lies ahead so I just I just want to give thanks and um, yeah so well yeah I I do I do join with you in giving thanks there were so many tremendous things that God did and the ways that God moved and the ways that galvanized his spirit galvanized uh, the, the the saints family um, you know I've I've done a lot of reflection afterwards uh, as to what the next steps are and it's kind of difficult by this time on Tuesday because seminar really doesn't end for us until people are finally on the road again the road to the next journey place with their traveling mercies yes <laughs> so um but i you know i don't want to i don't want to press the momentum past what god wants but on the other hand i don't want to be uh be missing the moment of advance and with that you have to make sure that you're taking the steps God says to take and you have to be somewhat pragmatic and you have to lay it out in a line upon line in a in a walk of faith um, you know there's a famous term a leap of faith that's not in the scripture it's a walk of faith people want to leap and skip a bunch of steps they, they think that that's being courageous or there's a word and they they plunge in like they're jumping off a cliff um, but it's really a, a walk of faith and usually God will give you in in the normal course he'll give you a couple steps in advance not always when you're taking your first step somewhere you have to be very deliberate that you're hearing from God but we've taken that first step but now we've got to know where to go from here and I, you know I reflect back on some of the things that I said particularly during the time where we were establishing tenants and we were establishing um, you know warnings 
and I I've said I said this on Sunday I I've regretted to some degree that I wasn't more specific because people can hear you say something it's kind of like that Monty Python scene where you say okay don't let him leave this room you stand guard right here don't let him leave his son until I come back all right I won't let him leave unless he has to go to the bathroom no 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 he doesn't leave here and it just goes on and on because sometimes even if you are specific people get confused but if you if you lay out all the boundaries they'll just sometimes not they'll they'll sense the vitality of what you're saying and the urgency but if you're not real specific they uh, they don't get it so I've wondered about that and I I just pray for the saints that as we move forward with this tremendous momentum and this accord that God will preserve us from any kind of uh, deception that is prevalent in the realm now and that we would be wise as serpents and harmless as doves in other words you know stay in the light stay in the warmth of the Lord don't just slither off everywhere and commit yourself well that's what it is that's what a serpent is commit yourself to um, to that pathway of sonship as a dove would be you know I was thinking about that passage just the other day about being in the light you know where it talks about staying in the light and it made me realize that if you stay in the light you you won't stumble yeah. I mean, I know the context of that passage is different, but the reality of that is it's if true. you truly stay in the light, you're not going to stumble. And so I, I totally concur mm-hmm. with what you say, and I, I want to encourage all of us. And, and I know that this was publicly addressed during that afternoon session on Friday. Really, our gratitude to you to be able to come to you if we if we feel like we're getting deceived or tripped up and you're there to um, to bring clarity or whatnot. And, and we really appreciate that, Pastor. But at the same time, we all need to be mature. Mm-hmm. And I believe that the Lord poured out his, a dispensation of his spirit to really help us to be more discerning. If we are committing ourselves to the awareness of it mm-hmm. and and to really walk in that measure of discerning to be able to to discern between good and evil that's the bottom line and and the spirit gives us that capacity we have to step into it and so be make that a point of awareness for yourself and your walk in these days ahead because you better believe that the enemy will try to retaliate he will bring some measure of backlash and I, it is so easy to be seduced with some of these things because of the language that's being used um just be very discerning and stay so close to the lord because if you know him if you know the true you're a lot less likely or a lot more likely to be able to discern the false yeah and so yeah because all light is not light this is true it's the enemy transforms himself into an angel of light that's right. And um, so just because there is some spark of, uh, uh, of uh, 
enticement or some kind of a uh, what a warmth or uh, something that would draw you to it doesn't mean that it's really of God and we just have to be very careful in these days and here's something else I mean and, and this is just from personal experience and I testified about this I'm not gonna I'm gonna be very careful what I read and what I listen to and we all should be that way but if if somebody refer if something is referred to me and I pick it up and begin to read it the only thing that's going to comp- compel me to that is the language and 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 it in order for me to stay with it and to be compelled by it it has to be speaking my language so that's how deception is it's like it's going to come and like you said the angel of light it's going to it's going to appeal to you yeah. as it is of the Lord. It is the Lord speaking. And there is just a really fine line there. So this is where your spirit has to truly be. Um, your soul has to come in submission to your spirit. And you need to allow your spirit to, to really um, discern. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah. I mean, the enemy's not going to get us with something that looks like the devil. <laughs> We're going to turn around and go the other way if it looks like, if it has mm-hmm. red horns and a tail. But if it looks like the Lord, and that's, the, to me, Antichrist. To me, when I think about the Antichrist, you know, you think of all the characteristics that, that, that just in the manifestation of him upon the earth. What do they say? He's, he's compelling and he's... Um, attractive and um he's persuasive persuasive and he he anti-christ but he looks like christ if you're not discerning seducing and yeah and you think also false prophets exactly which means that they come in prophets clothing exactly and they speak words that or that somehow yeah. you Well, you think about the way, like even on our computers, um, you have firewalls or you have some kind of a defense mechanism. And so many of, so many of these viruses will go and somehow shut those down. It takes down the defenses, and then it comes in. And it's usually, what what way is it? I mean, you usually get some, whatever it is your proclivity is. You know, maybe it's a, a cat video or, you know, how to make money or how to get rid of that, that uh, pain in your body or how to grow hair or how to get rid of hair or, you know, and you go to that and then there it is. But recently, I've been getting these emails from providers that I utilize, like Yahoo and different providers that send me this very official-looking email that says something about my email account, and I need to click on this to confirm my email. And, I mean, I'm constantly sending them into a safe place to say, is this real or fake? Because I can't tell. 
Yeah. And if there's a question, I just delete it and figure somehow if, if I'm missing something, the wheel will actually come to me. But, yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I think that we tried to warn people. We tried to equip the saints with some background checks. How could they not hear? You're on. Tap your mic. Look at that. See that? Testing. Testing. No, it doesn't look like it's on. Well, you're on. Speak again. Do it. Hello? Can you hear me now? Testing one. How's mine doing it? I don't know. Can Annette, can you hear either one of us? Well, I guess if she can't hear us, she's not going to. Look. Well, no, I'm just saying it's registering. Okay. Well, I'm going to keep talking while you deliberate with that because dead air is the, the bane of radio. So um, I just, um, you know, I, I grieve over some of the things that I know has broken through into our Saints Network. Can she hear me? She can hear you, but she said they barely hear me. Okay. Tell you what, let's switch mics. Well, I don't want them to barely well, hear you. they'll hear me. I don't think that's the issue. Well. All right, friends, can you hear me now? I think you probably can because my voice is blaring red over there on the, on the dais. So, um, but, you know, I, I, I know there's so much material. You know, I did. You would hear people talk about, you know, various ministries and whatever, and we even warn, we even re warn regarding that, that um, you know you got to be really careful and don't, don't just jump from movement to movement. I mean, you you won't. It's kind of like with an investment, you keep investing you know, every uh, change every month. You're you're gonna you're not gonna make any money in the long run and. In the spirit, if you know that God has called you to stand and you know that God has given you an identity, be faithful in that and trust in the fact that he's not made a mistake. But I know we've lost we've lost some 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 people who have followed after other other pathways and they've shut off from what we as the saints are eating. And, you know, it's kind of a challenging thing because I remember wave after wave when God was perfecting this church. Um, you know, people would get crossways and they'd leave. But then they'd want to keep all their friends here at the church. And John warned about that. And the scriptures warned about that. You know, don't be unequally yoked. Don't sit in the seat of this corner. You know, don't don't allow that to happen and uh, it's it's a challenge it's a challenge and then you don't want to you want people to use their own discretion but as soon as you start trying to police that or to you know I remember I remember there was one time there was a batch of people that got crossways with me and um, you know I had to I, there was a there was a soccer team that a lot of these people played on and, you know, I had to tell Pastor Fabian and I told a couple of other people, look, this team is done. You, you can't 
you can't go out there and play on this team because these people not only left, they've left with prejudice. And there was one young lady who said, well, you know what, they're not mad at me. You know, they're, they're my friend. And, you know, you've, you've got to make a determination of what God, you know, what God has called you to be. It's not like you, it's not like you're mean-spirited or you're trying to be uh, some kind of a gendarme of, of uh, saint's purity. I mean, I've never been that way. But then on the other hand, you, you recognize that if somebody has left or somebody is drifting away, they've done that for a reason. And they think they've got the right thing. And they're going to want misery loves company and so does, so does movement change. Because then that shows, oh, yeah, I was really right. And you've got to determine, are you, are you really following what God, where God has placed you? And you've got to be able to discern, I'm not, I'm not, you know, I love people, but I can't walk with that. You know, I just can't because it's very evangelistic. I think it's evangelistic from the standpoint of the fact that they found, think they found something. And the other thing is, is that, that whatever they thought was missing in you, they're wanting to correct. And then thirdly, they don't want to look like they missed it. So if you can get a groundswell of people, then you've got momentum. So we, we've got to be really careful because the enemy, we're poised on so many great theaters of operation where God is breaking through. We've got to recognize the tactics of the enemy. We've got to recognize we don't focus on him, but then we're not ignorant of his devices. And we've got to be very careful. What do you think? I agree. I am in complete agreement with you. And I know that this is, I mean, this, this is something I've had to deal with in my own family and had to overcome many, many years ago. And I had to make choices about how I fellowshipped because um, for the longest time, I mean, who I was and, and my choice to be a part and to remain where God had planted me and to, to stay true to my calling as a saint was not looked upon very pleasantly by my family because they had been tainted. And it's, it's a tricky thing because, you know, when Jesus said, what he said about loving your mother, your father, your sister, your brother, your son, your daughter, all of that stuff that he said, putting that before me, you cannot be my disciple. And I think every one of us comes to a point where we're tested. Mm -hmm. and, and sometimes it costs, I mean, it costs us everything. But as we commit and, and remain disciplined with the guidance by the spirit and through the word of of really walking this path then he in turn will bless us and 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 provide everything that we need everything that we give up he 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 will provide for us and mm -hmm. so it's it's difficult i mean it, it, this is these are very sensitive issues and um because we love 
these are brothers and sisters. We love them. And um, it's, it's you don't stop loving them. You don't ever stop loving them. But you do have to choose who you keep company with. And um, so it, it's, it's, it's difficult. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a very strange thing. And, you know, there's, there's, in intercession, you can sense how very much the enemy detests what God has called all of us to be and to do. And you can feel, even when you pray in supplication about this thing, um, you can feel the turmoil in the realm. And I can feel it registering in so many touch points. And I detest that. I mean, it's like that word about Hannah pouring out her soul. I've been pouring it out three or four times a day, at least. So many times in the night I wake, and, and maybe from my perspective of what I'm called to be, I'm, I'm, um, I'm having to pray about things a little bit differently than what maybe you are. But um, the main thing is, is that I, I grieve over what that deposit of the Spirit um, is being damaged uh, and, and threatened to, to be taken away and, and almost pretty much in some places has been taken away. But um, on the other hand, you know, you want to warn, you know, the Apostle Paul steadfastly. You know, Paul talked about, the Apostle Paul talked about um, Hymenius and Alexander, and he talked about Demas, who forsook, having loved this present world. He, he said those things, and I'm not to the degree where um, we're going to start doing that, but um, you just have to be really sensitive and very careful and not be moved by emotions or not be moved by, you know, what your your fond memories are. Fond memories can get you into trouble. Um, and you know, we 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 talked about a a number of doctrinal errors and challenges that are in this modernist movement. We didn't really name names other than, yeah, I, mean, I think I mentioned Thomas Merton, but there's a scat of them. There, there, there is a real group of them out there, and you know, Monica warned about that more, more intimately in the afternoon session on Friday. But um, just be, be careful. I mean, I'm, I'm stunned. I, I, I just am stunned at how effectively the enemy has worked his traps. But we, we keep pressing. We keep pressing forward, and um, uh, I. But I, I come back to, you know, that's the one thing that I came away from this gathering because so many wonderful things happened. Just what a great atmosphere! What a great spirit of accord! What genuine love and and what what testimonies of the way God is moving forward. Um, I um, I look at that, and uh, uh, you know, uh, but I reflect. You know, maybe I shouldn't do this as much as I do, but I look back over things and I think, you know, what should I have done 
more, what more should I have done? What less should I have done? Um, and the only thing that I, one of the main things that I think that I shouldn't, and I debated about this, to just be specific about things. Just, I think we were very clear about the error, but we were, but you don't want to get in a point where you tell people, don't read this guy's book, don't read that guy's book, be wary of this guy. I don't know what you put yourself in, in position for slander, but you know you you want to warn people but then you don't want to just become a book burner even though some of them i think man you should come with a disclaimer kind of like the cigarette packets that says you know this stuff uh, hazard you be careful read at your own risk but we'll we'll encounter a lot more of those things as we go you know i Somebody came to me on Saturday, I believe, and I'm not going to say any names, but she came and she she's, was thanking me for just being transparent with um, just saying that it's really easy to be deceived. And, and she told me about an experience that she recently had. This is a, a woman in the network, a, a very committed intercessor here, that she'd had this experience at work where her company... I guess the women in her office had decided to initiate a Bible study. And there's a, a multitude of women there, and the woman that, um, there's a woman, I guess, maybe that's over it, or that has a strong voice, who said, I have the perfect book for us to begin with. And so she proposed this book for all of them to read, and then they were going to dive into this weekly or bi-weekly Bible study. Uh-huh. And so she, she, she took the book and she began to read the book. And she started having manifestations, like physical manifestations, just extreme anxiety. And she named off about four or five different manifestations that were undeniable. And she could not figure out what was wrong with her. And so she went to somebody that she trusted and said, would you look at this book? I'm and tell me if you sense anything what you what you glean and and the woman that that she asked said she flipped through it and she read parts of it and she said it looks to me like whoever wrote this book desperately needs some inner healing and so monica be well i just said her name that's all right there's lots <laughs> it of it was them. monica McNabb, and she she said it publicly so i it's not a big secret so she she said she began to ask the Lord what to do because she didn't want to be the woman in the office that just poo-pooed the book, the first book. But she said, I knew that I could not go through with this because every time I would pick the book up to read or I would even think about it, I would have these manifestations. And so she finally went to the woman and she said, listen, I just want you to know I can't get on board with this. And, I, and she warned her. She said, I, I, I'm not in any way speaking disparagingly about this author or about her heart behind it. I'm just telling you the spirit is telling me not to go here. And so I'm going to bow out of this, this, this study, um, and I'll just be in my office in intercession while you guys do your Bible study. And that was hard for her. But she could not, she said, I knew I couldn't, I couldn't do that. And... <laughs> I commend her for that because you don't want to be, you know, you want to be, especially in your workplace or your social group, whatever, you don't always want to be the outcast. You don't always want to be the one that is on the outside. And and we have to, we have to totally just 
die. You know, you talk about, you talk about, I forgot what you were talking about a minute ago, but it made, made me remember just our discussion recently about the pruning. God's going to prune the branches. He's going to prune the branches that are dead. He's going to prune, he's even going to prune some of the branches that are alive and that are fruitful. But if it's not fruitful, according to, um, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. If it's not productive in the direction and the will of for which he is growing this vine, then he's going to cut that off so that it can bring forth pure life. And we have to be willing to endure that. And it's not going to make us the most popular person in society. or. But when you stand your ground according to righteousness, I can guarantee you it will eventually triumph in the situation or in the, the circumstances. So, anyway. Yeah, that's, it's a I good testimony. did not expect us to go down this path today. Well, <laughs> you know, we're reflecting on certain things, and, and I know that... Um, I know that, you know, there are some next steps coming based upon a number of things that were begun by the Lord uh, during this gathering. And I think um, accord and embracing um, mutual objectives given from God is a first step because it's a kind of like a Peretz of the saints. It's a who is on the Lord's side, let him come. And um, I mean, this is a very this is a very tricky business, very delicate maneuvering, um, because you don't want to get ahead of God. You, you don't want to react in anger. Of course, again, we t Kelly talked about that the overturning of the money changers. Not that you ever would have said anything like that. But, um, you know, the point, though, is that uh, a lot of that wouldn't need to be if it, if his Barney Fife word about nipping in the bud had happened. But, you know, sometimes you can see it begin to develop and you can recognize it and you know there are iniquities and you know there are, there's ambition and there's, there's uh, there is um, you know there are objectives and you can kind of see it start mobilizing and and it's frustrating but you really can't call that because some of that is God dealing with people and so you don't want to interrupt that you don't want to you don't want to God's looking for a voice from them not a voice from you chastising and whipping them into shape you know because it unless that hurdle is overcome God's gonna go right back and they're gonna they're gonna need another the iniquity that should have been healed is still gonna be there you can't heal somebody's iniquity you can't cast out iniquities you know they have to be overcome and they need to put under the blood some people blame their iniquities on God anytime their iniquity comes they'll say you know God told me or you know I'm I'm fasting that or you know my, my iniquity doesn't want to face this so you know I'm 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 stepping away for a while God's telling me that and you think 
uh, you know, I know you pretty well, and I know God would not be telling you this when he's telling everybody else this. I mean, no man can serve two masters, and it seems like there's, there's a harmony of voices going on here, and it's really a dissonance. But you, you have to watch that. But then when it gets full-blown, it becomes then evangelistic. And, and it, becomes, uh, it becomes something that becomes dangerous. And you, you hope that the, the target of that evangelistic effort would rise up. But so often, because it's a trusted flow and, you know, histories, and it, it's, the, the, the defenses are down. And, and, man, how many times we've seen this over and over again. It's the same pack of enemy forces. And it, it always happens. But I, I can tell you this. I can promise you this. Uh, as the Saints Network... Um, I don't love anybody more than I love what God's given us to do and him. Um, and if I saw 90% of my church leave because of this, and I've seen people that were amazingly gifted leave, <laughs> I am not going to bend and, and, and sell this this holy mission down down the pipe so um, we we have you know to whom much is given much is required we are you know I'll give a testimony this is not my testimony to give but I'll just tell it you know Pastor Levester mentioned uh, the contact when he with Ethiopia we're going to be talking very soon uh, further but apparently this this movement of churches in Ethiopia is inviting him and his message from the Lord to come. And there are almost 700 churches in this group. And, you know, the main church has many, many thousands of people. Numbers aren't everything, but you can see the expanse of that. And I believe that Ethiopia has some amazing histeme deposits of the spirit going way back in the history of the old testament so there's another door that's that's opening and and it is a divinely inspired door who would have thought that would be happening and so god is continuing to open these doors and they're not just to a coffee shop down the road even though that's fine too i like coffee and but but it's nations and regions and touch points so and and it's not because we wised up and started to follow some radical priest or you know gone off in some kind of a crazy new age morphing thing that opens us up into the spirit realm it's because we have not to the best of our knowledge not varied from what God's asked us to do and he's opening the doors which is what he promised me years ago you know years ago I was contemplating Lord this was early on how are we going to send this message out should I contact this person or should I contact my friend over here this kid I went to Bible college he's got this great position now or this young man that I grew up with who's over a number of churches. Do I, do I do that? And God said, I will make the appointments. 
and it was very clear and God's making the appointments so you just walk it may not be as enticing to some of you you know you may you may want things to move you know quick you know we've got to help God out but we're sticking with the program we're not we're moving we're changing in grace we're we're developing as God develops us he's, he develops us he's quickening he's purifying he's he's testing we're not standing still we're not we don't have hubris or narcissism or any of that stuff we're just devoted to what God's given us to do so we're we I am the Lord I change not he said in his word and he's the same yesterday today and forever uh, but we're um, we're moving with him and um, I'm not jumping ship I'm not trading things in because I'm bored with it and um, but I know that's the approach the enemy takes but if you just step aside and you look stick with this investment look what God is doing he's expanding the reach he's opening territories regions do you not see that why is God doing that if the Saints are so backward and not woke why is God doing that well he is doing it and um, so I'm very very grateful and we rejoice with Pastor Levester we we continue to pray that God will guide that and uh, you know so many other new things are coming but that's one of those nations God prophesied just a couple of months ago or less that with the nations that have recently opened and the continent of South America that's recently opened there were other nations that God has prepared that are going to be opening soon well, I know we've got the flag of Ethiopia in there we used to have a group of young people one young lady in particular who was from Ethiopia she would come here and pray they attended our church for a year uh, they, they would come and pray in the morning and we got that flag just as a touch point I'm not saying that's what did this because I know Pastor Levester had some years ago contact with Ethiopia he had forgotten about it but God brought it to memory but this is one of those doors that God said in a nation I'm going to open and you know you think about it Ethiopia was is a place that thinks they have the Ark of the Covenant they have preserved some of the best manuscripts of the of the New Testament uh, were preserved from the Coptic church reach down there uh, the Ethiopian eunuch was one that God sent Philip to and he took that heritage back with the uh, you know the the move of the spirit in that basin where where uh, Simon was contested by the Spirit of God um, Sheba the Queen of Sheba came and inquired of Solomon he went she went back so Ethiopia is there it's not a place that I leap up and click my heels to say I want to go to but there's been a lot of nations like that you know it's not like God gives us some ones that are they're more appealing like we have our French <laughs> National Seminary seminar there on the uh, the Riviera, so you can't you can't say that all those places are are kind of different for us. But God's doing His peculiar work, and we have to we have to hold on to Him and not try to help Him out. I've been going on there for quite a while.
anything you would like to say concerning that or no, I rejoice. I completely rejoice in what God is doing and opening these doors. And we stand certainly stand with with Pastor Levester and with his crew on how God wants to use them. And we support. And we've told him verbally that that we are ready to support, come alongside, whatever it is God says, um, and and whatever he, however he wants to move in this. Um, open door so yes I totally I rejoice in that I know that was the Lord and I I just I love I love just the testimony of you know we talk about walking in the spirit and this seminar was so much about about that about recognizing the the deposit that's within us about being more aware of of the spirit that is upon us and within us and, and truly being led by that and and, you know, just his whole perspective of it wasn't about the passport, even though the passport was important. But God knew he was going to Brazil and God was going to provide a passport for that, period. But the whole debacle down there with the, the, the government office to get that actually expedited was a hassle for them. Mm-hmm. And, and two different, on two different days, they had to go down there and deal with that in the middle of a seminar, which could be looked at as a distraction and a frustration. But (laughs) this is just part of the walk, and we have to keep our perspective on the Lord and to be led of the Spirit and be willing to to see ministry beyond the doors of the church Mm -hmm. and to see the possibilities and the opportunities that God presents to us that He actually lays out there for us if we will just make ourselves aware and step into them to, to see the doors that he wants to open. Um, so I, I just, I love that. And I think that that testimony spoke to all of us about being more um, aware when we step out and, and yeah. not just immediately get frustrated and even angry. Because I think at some point Denise testified about I was getting frustrated and angry down there because it was just like, one closed I mean it was just they were just leading them all over the place but God knew and um, yeah. so what a great what a great testimony but then I also want to say that um, I was just hearing from our our pastors in Port St. John about the way the enemy is, is brought some backlash since they've been back and I don't want to focus on the enemy right now but what I do want to say is that now more than ever we need to hold our ground. Yeah. We, you've gone back to your terio. We're standing here in this terio, and we cannot lose one inch of ground because we're going forward. But the enemy wants to take the ground. So, if you understand the principle of parats or prets, we've got, we have absolutely got to prets right now and hold the line, hold the ground, and not let the enemy try to disrupt, distract, steal kill or destroy because what God has done is something that has been ordained from the foundation and he has brought us exactly to this point where we are so that we can go forth and and continue to take the promised land and we cannot let the enemy push us back one bit and so I say that to myself here and my responsibility here I say that 
to every single one of our intercessors. You know, now's the time usually when we're so full from being poured into that we're rolling around or we're so exhausted from pouring out so much. You know, there's any number of excuses that could make us want to just go home and hibernate for the next seven days. But that's not the answer. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, yes, rest. And, and and get rejuvenated and get restored but when God urges you to pray please please be obedient to that amen well you know yesterday I had a kind of an exit meeting with uh, Yawali and his brother France and they uh, were telling about their expansion into Argentina and um, and with that then comes this expansion of of ministries and i remember you know argentina had a revival a visitation and remember a lot of those guys came here to the convention center one time and i remember the the main guy they had everybody line up and they were praying and he uh he came to me and he didn't pray he prophesied and then he came back and prophesied again about thousands of pastors that were going to be brought to me representing this what we are for counsel for guidance and for uh, what God had given and that came from the main guy that was here from Argentina and I know that that was a word from the Lord so you know, and, and, and so we look forward to that. But Brazil, you know, these new churches, Sunday morning, a week from a week from this Sunday, we're going to be down in the largest city in South America on the streets downtown with a brother that's part of the Saints Network that does street ministry and has a, he was the one that did that baptismal um, down there on that street. Um we just were talking with Pastor Haley about what God's doing in Hinton and the, the impact they're having on people that are homeless, people that have been disjointed. You know, that's one of the crazy lies the enemy was trying to tell over the past couple of years, that we weren't interested in the homeless and we weren't interested in, in this or that. But God, sometimes the enemy comes in one way. He comes specifically to try to to stop a promise that it's kind of like a backfire you know in, in when when they're fighting fires sometimes the enemy will create a fire and really the main flow of fire is coming and um, he does that to try to snuff out the the momentum and he does that to try to snuff out um, you know the, the fuel for the fire it gets ahead of what God's doing so I'm just grateful I, I, I think, as you said, we need to be very careful, but we need to be very watchful, um, and um, we just need to keep believing the Lord, and as you said, keep praying, you know, keep, uh, keep seeking after uh, the heart of God, allow that deposit of His Spirit within us, the earnest to, to continue to grow and to be used praying in this praying with that um, when I speak in an unknown tongue my spirit prays um, 
that's that's really that's really interesting and you know I didn't I, I'm just still m moving on that because so many times people would say well you know I don't pray in the spirit all the time you know I I pray in diversities of tongues when I feel that God is wanting me to or whatever but those verses speak about this spirit being in you it's a deposit and that's what prays so it's not about your feelings it's not about your emotions it's not about your your being convinced to do it or whether everybody else is doing it that earnest of the spirit in you is there even if you're only by yourself and God is all that spirit is willing even though the flesh is often weak and you've got to you've got to press forward in it and um, I just think these are very interesting reflections based upon some phenomenal things God did and what in praise he's going to be doing. Amen? Amen. So, um, tomorrow night is Wednesday Night Live. And... Um, I'm not sure what we're going to be uh, teaching on, but I know that we will be uh, we will be doing that. Uh, so be sure to tune in. But um, you know, one week from Wednesday, the team uh, that is going to Brazil is going to be in transit. So it would really be nice. If tomorrow night here in Dallas from 6 to 7, uh, we pray for God to not only um, cover the things that he has begun through the seminar, but would really gird up and protect the team that's going, the ministries that are going to be going on, the pastors that are there, the fields of operation. And in fact, it'd be a great thing if for the next two Wednesday nights from six to seven if that's when you meet uh, if we could pray and if your service is on Tuesday night or if you have your prayer on Thursday night please help to stand with us in this because um, there are established places there are new places and there are a lot of a lot of people involved in this and this is God's timing and uh, even for the plans that are coming for future uh, we need we need wisdom about what we commit to uh, to to follow what the Lord says so prayer tomorrow this week and next week for Brazil and you know we'll we'll be sending out an email um, stating some some of the parameters of this journey and of course while the trip's going on we would greatly appreciate you remembering the work of the ministry and what's 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 out there so um, amen. amen exciting it's exciting to and I know this happens regularly I remember one of these seminars that we had years ago where I think you left the very next day for India. Yeah. And I remember just coming off of a seminar and then just immediately gearing into intercession for that India trip. And it, 
I mean, it was wild. I even remember that Sunday night, uh, the ending the seminar when we used to have worship on Sunday nights. We just had that bombastic pray for India worship proscuneo mm-hmm. time. Remember? Yeah. And <laughs> I mean, I re- and then I remember just years later, every time there was a trip for India, just putting that CD on and just just going at it in intercession. Um, but that you know, God God's moving and. We have to gird up what he just did. We have to seal and commit ourselves to where we, he has positioned us in this hour and be poised to move forward but, and give thanks, of course, because that's normally what we would do the Wednesday following a seminar. And, of course, we do that. We should do that continuously. But um, at the same time, we can't lag behind. we got to start really bathing this Brazil ministry and for the next two weeks in prayer and so that's exciting yeah it's being multitasking task oriented in the spirit amen <laughs> and you can do that even if you don't have two brains like pastor Ron. <laughs> <laughs> she <sighs> well. well okay well just know that we uh we're praying and asking god to bless all of you and um, it's great to have this medium of communication. Um, we will not be on the air. We will be on the air next Tuesday, but then the following two Tuesdays, we will not be on yeah. the air. This is true. Okay. Well, thanks for tuning in. God bless all of you. And um, we will uh, be speaking, reaching out to you again tomorrow night. But till then... Be blessed. Happy and